Okay, the title for tonight is Training Our Mouths. Training Our Mouths. So, we've been learning about how powerful the authority we have in Jesus' name, the mighty weapon of faith, and of course, there are other spiritual weapons no we've not studied yet but all of that no all of that arsenal spiritual arsenal will would be of no use if we do not learn to discipline our mouth okay that's why we will concentrate on that tonight training our mouths what we say with our mouths will determine whether we will succeed in this life or we will fail. Okay, so let's start now with a very familiar verse, 1 Timothy 6.12. Okay, and I will read it. Once again, the title is Training Our Mouths. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. As you all know, there are many things to overcome in this life. Okay. I don't need to tell you that by experience. We know that uh, because we really have an enemy who is very determined to steal and kill and destroy our lives. No? But not God. Not God. Uh, enemy does all those things and then he blames God for it. Okay? <laughs> so his main job is to stop us and hinder us from fulfilling the dreams and the plans of God for us. That's why we are uh, commanded here to lay hold on eternal life. You have to reach out for it because someone is trying to hinder us from experiencing that abundant life that God has prepared for us. No, sayang naman if you don't experience that while we're here on earth. No, Jesus died for that abundance, abundant life. Okay, So what God wants us to do in order for us to overcome the enemy is to just fight him back. Fight the good fight of faith. And when we fight him in God's way, we will win in the end. Okay? That is a promise from the word of God. And we've learned the main way to fight him and his evil work is how? The main way is confession with your mouth. And what do you confess? You confess the word of God by faith. That's the main way you're going to win in this life. Confess the word of God by faith. No? I realize every time I say the word confess, the first thing that comes to, uh, to the minds of Christians is your confession of sin. Am I right? Confession yeah. of sin, no? You, you, we're familiar with that. It's in 1 John 1, 9. But that's just one kind of confession in the New Testament. 
Okay? The other kind is confession of God's word. Okay? In the Greek, mm -hmm. it's called homole, homo, I don't know how to pronounce it, homologio. That sounds, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce, but in the Greek, homologio. It means homo means the same. Logio means what you say. So it literally means to confession means to say the same thing. So according to the New Testament, we say what God says. We say what God mm -hmm. says. And that makes us overcome the enemy. Now, I want us to look at a particular verse. Hebrews 10.23 Hebrews 10, 23. Now, while I'm reading, just read with me. Hebrews 10, 23. It says there, let us hold fast. In another version, hold on firmly. Okay. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. What does it mean to not waver? It means without being moved. Okay. Without being moved. So once again, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Okay. So in this verse, we are highly encouraged to keep confessing God's promise or God's word. That's what the verse is saying. Keep on doing that in your life concerning every area of your life. Confess God's word concerning your life, concerning your job, concerning your ministry, concerning your health, concerning your family, no? concerning your deliverance, your inheritance. What's the recommendation of the Bible? Keep confessing. Hold on firmly. To the confession of God's word. So that means if we will not waver, we are not going to care about how it looks, how our circumstances appear, what others are saying. We are not looking for a path in the world. We are going to cut a path for us. By the confession of our word. Okay? So that God's promises will manifest in our lives. In the deepest of our hearts, that's what we all want. Okay? But what we read in the Bible, what we pray about, is what we experience. Hindi ba? And the key is confession of God's word. That's the key. Okay? But most of the time, Sadly enough, we say what we experience. We say what we see with our natural eyes. We say what we hear with our natural ears. And I would often hear this, no? Yes, I know what the Bible says, but, yung mga buts, but this is what's happening to me. But you know, Pastora, so-and-so, this is what happened to them. You know, that's what we usually say. 
But I want you to understand something, no? and don't forget this. What you experience in life does not change what God said. What you experience in life doesn't change what God said. The good news is what God said will change what you experience once you agree with it. That's mm -hmm. the good news, okay? What God said in his word, because it is eternal, it is not subject to change, will change everything that is temporary in this life. Everything that you see, everything that you hear, okay? That's the good news. So once you agree with the word of God, you believe it in your heart, confess it with your mouth, it will change the situations or the things that's happening in your life no, by the power of God's word, okay? So the goal tonight for all of us, okay, the goal is to learn to use our mouths in line with the word of God. So it's a training night, okay? I'll give you, I'll give you practical steps tonight, okay? Practical steps tonight. So the more insight and revelation you have of the word of God, the more your words will do good for you, okay? So these are the steps. I'll just enumerate it tonight. These are the steps, the practical steps to discipline or train our mouths, okay? Number one, just write it down and then we'll go to the verses. Choose what you say. Choose what you say. Okay. Nobody's going to choose it for you, okay? You will choose what you want to say, okay? So... Let's go to Proverbs 18.21. That's number one. Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Okay. You can say it this way. Death and life are in the power of your words. Okay. Mulitin ko lang. So it will sink in. Death and life are in the power of words. This is such a revealing verse, no? Revealing verse, though. Our words carry supernatural power. That's why when people speak certain words to you, they can go down deep into your heart and that's where they live, those words. And you keep hearing those words over and over again, even if those words were spoken five years ago, four years ago. Am I correct? Why? Because words are alive. And they carry supernatural power so with our words we can either release life or we can release death with our words okay the problem today is we think 
One is our words, like I said before, are just for information. I will say this thing so you will know what I think and you will know what I feel. Union. Or we think words are just sounds, noise. That's why Filipinos love to joke. Diba? We love to joke. Kasi we think it will not harm anyway. It's a joke. Diba ganun tayo? No? But <laughs> according to that verse, no. They are not noise. They're not sound bits. Hindi. Sound bites, hindi siya ganun. They are containers of supernatural power. Okay? That determine what happens in this life. Okay? So, we need, yun yung number one. In order to train our mouths, we have to choose what we say. Because the moment you speak those words, whatever they may be, it will set things in motion in the spiritual realm. And if you keep saying it, it will eventually manifest in the natural realm. Okay, I hope you understand that. But there's repentance, okay? <laughs> there's repentance. But I want you to understand that's how powerful your words are, okay? And that's good news. Your words will determine your future. It will determine your future. So if you don't like your present, just change your words and it will change your destiny. Okay? That's how powerful this is. Now, I always say this story and I will keep on repeating it. I said it siguro a hundred times in BFF. But I say this story because we can learn a lot from this. In fact, I said it yata last month. There was a Christian man who kept saying from childhood that he will not be able to reach 50 years old. And in that story, you know, I just read that story. And in that story, it never said why he kept saying that. But so year after year, he would always say, I will not reach 50 years old. No. And he never repented from it. And he set things in motion in the spiritual realm. He spoke death words over his life. Kaya, what's the result? Three days before his birthday, okay, his 50th birthday, he suddenly had an attack. I don't know if it was stroke or heart attack. And then he died immediately. Okay. That's why, you know, we can never understand why people die early. Nobody really knows. Only... God and that person knows. <laughs> What's important for us is our lives now who are still remaining here. Okay? That's why we're... Sa heaven. Of course. <laughs> um, unless, unless sinabi niya, I don't believe in Jesus Christ anymore. Yan na yan. Diba? It's what... Diba? It's what... It's believing in the Lord that... Is our ticket to heaven, di ba? So, rejecting Christ would also be our ticket to hell. 
Kumbaga. And sadly, no, I already know of two persons in my life who have re- who are Christians. I can't, I cannot still believe it, but have rejected Christ. One uh, rejected Christ because of a relational issue. It's just very sad. And then now I have a friend now who's abandoned Jesus. I can't, I can't believe it. I, I, I am a no. I don't know. Dumbfounded. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand. It. But it happens. It happens. So, yun yun, no? Anyway, hindi mangyayari sa atin yun, okay? Because, di ba, until the end, we will fight until the last breath with faith, okay? With faith. Yun yun. Whatever happens, uh, may God uh, hear the last words of our mouth, words of faith. Even if you say, Lord, I love you, you're still my Lord and my Savior. That's a good ending, you know? <laughs> That's a good, it's a good uh, words of confession before your last breath, I mean. And ganun yun, no? Diba? You, know, you know naman my story, you know, when I was in the middle of a storm, remember? Do you remember that, Hanika? I was in the middle of the storm, dun sa Mindanao, and we were in the storm for 10 hours, and uh, in the middle of the night, and uh, nandun kami, bangka lang yon. can you imagine? And I don't know how to swim. And I thought after two hours, I thought I was praying all kinds of prayers. And then it hit me after two hours. I said to myself, if I'm going to die, I don't want to die in panic. So what I did was, no, in the middle of a storm, wala kang makita, all just waves, grabe, wala kang makita. I just said, Lord, these are my last words to you. I love you, Lord. And then I shut my mouth. And I can't believe what happened next. No? What happened next is very supernatural. What happened next. You know? the, the Lord stopped my ears. I could not hear the waves anymore. I could not hear the storm. And then parang merong liquid peace. Liquid peace. Parang poured from the top of my head down to my toes. I was in peace. Grabe. Until, until the storm ended. No, until the storm ended. And sorry for in supernatural, nothing beats the supernatural. You know, once you say the right things you know, at the right time. So I just want to encourage you with that. No? Always choose what to say with your words. The power for change in your life resides in the words coming out of your mouth. That's where the power is. Now, second one. Like I said, this is training. Second practical step to train our mouths. Write this down. Watch and guard your mouth. Watch and guard your mouth. Psalm 39.1. Okay, I will read it. I don't know what version this is. It says, I said, I will guard my ways 
that I may not sin with my tongue. Okay, yun. Yun ang concern niya. Sinning with the tongue. I will muzzle my mouth while the wicked are in my presence. Okay. Permit me to uh, say it in Tagalog. Ang sabi ko sa sarili ko, sa gawaing mag-iingat. At hindi ko hahayaang ang dila ko ay madulas. Upang hindi ako magkasala, ako'y hindi magsasalita habang nakapalibot silang mga masasama. Okay? Very nice, no? Now, I want you to notice one thing. It's talking about the wicked here. The tongue and the wicked. And the wicked does not only pertain to wicked men in the Bible. It also pertains to the wicked demons behind the men. Okay? Because somebody's controlling them. Okay. So why do we need to guard our mouth according to this verse? Because demons are waiting on your mouth. Okay? They are waiting on your conversations. Or even if you're alone, he's waiting whatever comes out of that. Okay? Why? Because they know death and life are not in the power of Satan. Because Satan has been destroyed by Jesus Christ at the cross. Because demons have been disarmed by the cross. So they know they're looking for the power of death and life. And guess where the power is? They know it's with you. It's in your mouth. Okay? So that's why they're waiting on you. He pressures you. He pressures you with temptations. Diba? Ganun ang pakiramdam ng temptation. Talaga tremendous pressure coming from outside. Everybody has uh, even trials, no? Tremendous pressures. And that's what he does, no? He pressures us with temptations and trials. So you will be forced to speak contrary to the word of God. That's what he's trying to do. Okay? And he's trying so desperately to get you to confess unbelief. Doubt, fear. Yeah, in a major. Even condemnation. He tries so hard to make you compromise what you really believe in the word of God. But I'll tell you guys, do not give in one moment to the enemy. He's really your enemy. People are not your enemy. People are not. Kailangan maalis na yun. Demons are your enemy. Okay. Because if demons are waiting on your words, okay, words of fear and unbelief, because they want to fulfill that in your life, silang gagawa nun, okay, God is also waiting on your words of faith. So when you speak what you believe from your heart, what happens is God will 
move on your behalf and fulfill his promise for you. Okay? That's why I say you hold firmly. You know why? Because God is faithful. And he's just waiting for our mouths. So third. Third. Don't say anything when you're thinking or feeling bad. Don't say anything when you're thinking or feeling bad. Proverbs 30, 32. Proverbs 30, 32. If you have been foolish in lifting up yourself, or if you have thought evil, put your hand on your mouth. Siguro sa Tagalog, sa Tagalog, kung naging hangal ka, <laughs> yun na sa Tagalog, no? ako na, ako na magtatranslate, kung naging hangal ka sa pagyayabang, o meron kang masamang iniisip, ilagay mo ang kamay mo sa bibig mo. Galing yun sa Bible. Okay? Galing yun sa Bible. So, yun yun, no? Don't say anything when you're thinking or feeling bad. Okay? Because the, en the enemy will always try to distract you with a given situation. Okay? So that you are tempted to say the wrong thing. When you're tempted to say the wrong thing, that's the time to shut your mouth. So, even, and also if he puts a negative or evil thought in your mind about yourself, about your situation, or about another person, okay? Do not speak it out. Don't. N-O, or D-O-N-T, do not, okay? Don't speak it out because once you do that, you're going to release a negative force. And if you don't take that back, okay, it's going to do something in your life. So either it's going to release death words or curse words or fearful words instead of words of life, words of blessing, words of faith. No? So if you don't have anything good to say, just put your hand on your mouth. You don't need to say everything. You don't need to speak all the time, in other words. Okay? No? Di ba, you've heard this before, kaya nga dalawang tenga, isang bibig. Di ba madalas sabihin yun ng preachers? Kaya nga dalawang tenga eh. Listen more than speak. Okay? And in the kingdom of God, there is such a thing as a vocabulary of silence. Okay. Use that. Use that to your advantage. Because remember, okay, your mouth is like a dam. Don't just open it up. You know, there are bad words there. Pagsisisihan mo lang yun. Palang araw. Okay? So, uh, remember, no? 
in fact, assignment assignment you to later. Remember when Jairus, when Jairus, uh, and and he told Jesus, Jesus, if you just lay hands on my daughter, she will live. Remember, and then on the way, tiba, they were stopped by a woman, and then after a long time there in the woman, maya maya, people from his house came, and then ano sabi? You know, don't bother the master anymore. You know, your daughter is dead. What did Jesus do? He did not allow Jairus to speak. No? Not an opportunity. He immediately said, do not fear, just have faith. Only believe. Diba? No? He helped Jairus. He helped Jairus. No? That, that's the power of God's word. No? It helps us. It gives us insights. Revelation, wisdom, and the Holy Spirit is there. And when you are really, really tempted, kung pwedeng umalis ka na lang muna, okay? Wag ka muna magsalita. No? And, I, and I do that, no? I turn my back. That pressure is coming from the enemy. Always remember that. It's, really, it's not really coming from the person. Of course, he's using people to provoke you. Of course. He's using situation to provoke you. But do not give in. Be silent in those times. Lalo na, lalo na, for example, when you make a mistake, when you make a mistake, okay, and people make mistakes, even Christians, don't say, ay, nako, ayan na naman ako. Don't say you know, don't speak words of desperation over your life. And you're wondering why you're desperate all the time. Because you've been speaking words of desperation. Hi, when will it end? You know, and you're wondering why it continues. Because you've been speaking, let it continue. You know, <laughs> that's what you're doing. You know, don't help the enemy. Prolong your suffering by the words of your mouth. Don't help him. Shut your mouth. Okay? So take more time to listen to the Holy Spirit. Just take more time. When you're confronted with a bad situation, listen. Listen to him. He will tell you what to do. He will tell you what to say. And yun, most of the time, he'll tell you to just shut up. And you just do it. Okay? So number four. Number four. These are practical steps. Speak words that will build up and strengthen others. Speak words that will build up and strengthen others. Ephesians 4. Verse 29. Ephesians 4, verse 29. In the Amplified, I will uh, read. Do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion 
so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. Okay? Another version. Let every bad word not proceed out of your mouth, but if there is something good for edification of the need, speak in order that you may give grace to the one hearing. So why are we learning this? We're learning this because we are teaching our mouth, okay? Because confessing the word of God is important. And this is important in our daily lives, that we only speak words that will build up and strengthen others. Very clear to, no? Avoid worthless and bad words. Avoid it. No? Speak only that which will bless other people. Now, if you're a parent, like yung dalawa nandito ngayon, or if you're a teacher, like si Hanika, or a Christian leader, like si Joanna, or uh, even si Ton and Moti na hindi ko nakikita, no? Because all of us have a sphere of authority no? that God has given us. So, so, like if you're a parent, okay, the natural question for parents is, well, pastora, if I will only speak that which would bless, how will I correct anyone if they're doing a mistake? It's a natural question. How will I correct? Now, the key, when you're confronted with that situation, the key is the intention. Don't forget that. Intention. Motive. Motive. Important. Look at your heart. If you are correcting somebody just because you want to prove you are right, and they are wrong, you are in the wrong spirit. And that will come out of your mouth. You will release a negative spiritual force. That will, if you, will, you will release a negative spiritual force, spreading words of condemnation, words of guilt, you know? Words of self-righteousness, words of pride. Those are dangerous words. Huh? And that's going to be built up in your life and that will destroy other people's lives. So two-way yun, no? You're not only going to hurt someone, you're going to hurt your life. You're going to hurt your faith inside. You're going to hurt your love inside. No, It will remain dormant. And Christians sometimes think, what happened to me? No, why do I feel this way? No, sometimes, you know, you have to check what's coming out of your mouth. Because whatever is coming out of your mouth is affecting your spirit. It's really affecting your spirit, not only other people. So it's an intention, no? Now, if your intention always in, in correction is to really help the person, no? Nothing of yourself, no, no selfish agenda, none. But you want to solve a situation. You, know, you want to solve a situation. You, you want this finally 
over and done with. Pag ganun ang motive mo, God will definitely help you with the right words to say. That's so definite, no? James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally. He will generously give you the right words to say. So that yung intention mo na everything will be done with, it will be finished, it will be over, mangyayari nga. It will be finished because you've done it the right way. You've spoken the right words. Have you ever been in a situation, in a problem, that you kept saying over and over again, you know, what is right, but it doesn't, but it doesn't change anything? It doesn't change anything because of the spirit of your words. Okay? Because you can say, you, you can either say, you know you're wrong with so much love, or you can say, you know, you know you're wrong with so much self-righteousness. And that will kill. That would surely kill. Okay? I hope you're getting this. No? This is so important. This we're training our mouths. No? Again, I will say it again. Be, be determined to be led by the Spirit of God in every occasion, especially when there's a problem. Okay, ask for a word, ask for guidance from God. And always, uh, always be solution-minded. Always be solution-minded. Uh, always be going for unity. Not yung, I'm from this camp, you're from this camp. I'm the right cup, you're the wrong cup. <laughs> you know, Sabi the Lord, a house divided shall never stand. Division will always make us fall. Always, always. You know? Whether in the family, whether in the family situation, whether in a workplace, whether in ministry, whether in church, no? always. You know? Always go for unity. And that, and, uh, you know, almost all arguments start from words. Words lang yun eh. Strife comes from words, arguments, fighting. They're all word-based. Everything. Because this is a word fight. Okay? So, the goal is your words must contribute to the good of the situation and of other people. That's your goal. Okay? Now, fifth. Fifth, speak the things you desire to happen. Okay? Speak the things you desire to happen. This one I love. Concentrate on this. Okay? Mark 11, 22-23. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Okay. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, don't forget that phrase, be removed, be cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but 
believes that those things he says will be done, underline that phrase, he will have whatever he says, underline that phrase. Look at this one. Jesus says, you will have whatever you say. Those are Jesus' words. Those are not my words. You will have whatever you say. If the Lord Jesus Christ did not say these words in the New Testament, I don't think we will have the confidence that needs to confess God's words. Okay, But he said it. He said, you will have what you say. So, look at this. No? Sabi niya, have faith in God. Have faith in God. And sabi, whoever says to this mountain. So, the confession of God's word will work okay, only for those, for those people who will dare to say something. Who will dare to say something. Yes, there are times you must remain silent. But when you are confronted with a situation in your life, you better say something. Okay? You better say something to change the situation. And you better say a word from God because faith comes from the word of God. So we'll continue. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, ito, important, but believes that those things he says will be done. So you will have what you say in faith when you believe that your words will come to pass. Did you get that? I'm just rephrasing what he said. Get this, no? You will, Jesus is saying, you will have what you're confessing in faith when you believe that your words will come to pass. Sinasabi niya. But believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. I hope you got that. When you release, in other words, you will have what you, what you are confessing when you release faith in every word that you speak. That means practically, okay? Practically, you must develop faith in your own words. Kailangan yun. Hindi lang faith in God's words, but faith in your words. You must develop that, and that takes time. Okay? That takes time. So you can believe what you are confessing every day. So you can do this so that it, it, there will come a time that you'll be able now to believe that what you're confessing will come to pass. You need to develop your own faith, uh, your faith in your own words. Okay? Your own words. The problem is this, okay? The problem is this. We were trained to speak negatively. We were trained to speak negatively uh, in this world. 
For example, oh, nothing works for me. Diba? Oh, that is so hard, pastora. Pastora naman, you know. Guard your mouth. Diba? Diba? O kaya, my prayers are taking too long. Diba? Or, I will never get out of debt. I will never get out of this problem. Uh, o kaya, sometimes, jokingly, Patay kang bata ka. <laughs> Joke lang yun. Pero wow, death words yun. Diba? So, o, o kaya, joke. Naku, mas mahirap pa ako sa daga. And then, ha, 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 ha. Mas mahirap pa ako sa daga. Tapos natawa tayo. <laughs> And then you're wondering, bakit walang provision? <laughs> bakit walang, when you need it, you cannot pay your bills on time, you know. So, Don't forget this, no? Your life will never rise above your confession. Your life will never rise above what you say. The fight of faith is lost so many times by the words of our mouth. So to develop our faith in our own words, we've got to speak only what we desire. Okay? You meditate on that. Don't speak what you don't desire. Ay, walang mangyayari sa buhay ko. <laughs> Wala yun. It will not develop your faith. Okay? But if you speak God's word, your desire, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I am healthy. I am whole. Speak what you desire to come to pass. Important yung fifth na yan. The last four what you don't need to do. Now, this is what you need to do. This is where you concentrate. Okay? Speak only the things that you desire from now on. Wow, I'll soon be married in Jesus' name. Nehemiah will, uh, will be such an obedient child. I will have no problems with him. Speak what you desire to happen. You know, that way you will develop faith when you start confessing God's words. Because God's words are his desire for you. Don't you realize that? The promises of God are his desire for you. So if you practice saying what you desire, it won't be hard for you to believe God's desires for you. Okay, did you get the connection? No? So, if you're sick, this is what you do. Get all the healing promises. Get all. No, sickness is not only physical. There's sickness. Okay, sickness in the emotion. Meron ganon, mga broken heart. Eh. May, there's so many kinds of sickness. No? Sickness in the mind. Okay? You've got So, if that's your main problem, get all the healing verses because that's where your faith is going to come from. Have faith in God. Then you meditate on it. Then you speak it out of your mouth. You go to the verse, start speaking it. You know what's going to happen? It's going to be planted in your heart. 
Yun ang power na words. Once you start speaking it, not thinking about it, but speaking it, it's going to go down deep into your heart. Okay? Then what you do, you personalize it. Personalize the verses. No, I'm giving you mga secrets in the kingdom, okay? Personalize the verses. For example, in healing, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. I am redeemed from the curse of sickness and sickness and disease. I am calling my body physically healthy and well. I am healthy. I'm going to live long and live strong all the days of my life in Jesus' name. You personalize it. Okay? So that when Satan attacks you with situation, you know, you can counter him with the words of God that will overcome him. Okay? Because when you speak God's words, the words that you believe in your heart, it will finish him off. He will run away from you. Tapos ang problema mo. Amen? Now this takes time. You've got to develop this. Okay? So that yung familiar verses na alam mo will now become a reality in your life. That's why I'm giving you practical steps, okay? And the sixth and the last one, no, ito na yan. We just need to admit that we have to change the way we speak. Need to admit that we have to change the way we speak. In order to move forward, we need to see that ano, we need to admit to ourselves that we need to change. You've got to be willing to change. Okay, guys? To change the way we speak. That's the starting point of this training. Okay? So that you can apply everything that I've given you. And then, that's the starting point of developing your faith in your words so that it will become a powerful force in your life to do good for your life and to do good for other people.